Here we go. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages. Unfortunately, the Raiders had to give me time off because, you know, I got a lower back injury. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got time to do the podcast today. It's yours truly, that soul brother, Mr. Fongadelli Jones. And it's your boy, Aaron Fornicetti, and we're back again for another week, as usual. And what we're going to do right now is just jump into the five-minute rants. I know you got something that you want to talk about. Yeah, this library here. <laughs> hey, look, look, look. <laughs> Look, people know me for my many, many expeditions, and I have houses in Monaco, I have houses all around the world, and I just got to come to my conservatory, not a library, a conservatory. Mr. Producer, Mr. Producer, please come come get him, Mr. Producer. A conservatory full of literature, full of artwork, full of rep not replicas, but the original five pieces across these seven continents. So I do actually have a five minute rant though, man. I don't know if a lot of people have seen it, but it's this video. It's just this lady. God, it's on my Facebook though. It's What's on it my about? Facebook. It's a lady, it's a lady, it's like a lady and a guy. They're basically, you know, I ain't wanna record the whole video, but it's basically a lady like breaking down, like breaking down like ladies that's so worth and all that. When I tell you, she sounded, and this ladies, this is no, this is no disrespect to y'all. I love y'all, trust me. But this lady made females sound bad. Like this don't made her, this made females, and if any lady idolized that, I, I, I I guarantee you they'll just be like, what? They're like, what? So was she young? Because I didn't see the video. Was she a young person? I think she she probably she probably was in either her late twenties, maybe her thirties. She said she had a seven year old son. So as she was talking, my only thing was, yes, blessings to your child. You know, I always want to say blessings to your child, but what guy knocked her up? That's what I want to know. What brave soul was just like, yeah, my pullout game about to be weak today. Wait, said, are, are you talking about the video? Did she have on like plaid and her hair was like curly and she was sitting beside a guy? Yeah, he had a red hoodie. Red her. I know a video to talk about. Yeah. I know yeah. videos. Oh, man. I know a video yes. to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Yes, bro. That video hurt my soul, but I was just like, bruh. I was like, fam. When you, I know you. I know you probably. You probably didn't watch the whole thing. I don't know how much you watched, but, bro, when I tell you, I was just over that joint. Like, I said, yeah. this lady, this lady just makes female. This she just making female sound bad right now. I saw the video, and basically, she made no sense to the point where women were in the comments saying, "She's on her own." Yeah. Facts. We 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 don't rock with her like that. Facts, bro. Like then you got your shirt all open. I'm just like, what attention you looking for? I was like, bro. But other than that, though, that video blew my mind. But I'm gonna tell you like this. I not to brag or nothing, guys. I just put up a cheesy old uh, Instagram reel. That don't hit two thousand views, so I appreciate that. You know, that's my biggest number since I've been doing whether hey. it's real or it's TikTok. That. That, that number is good, man. I appreciate big, it. Big, big claps, man. This man got on Calvin Klein. He's getting that real money. Because you know they started paying people on Instagram for the reels. <laughs> you know, 
you know, man, that check coming my way, you know, <laughs> you know, big things coming, big things popping, and little things stop. Look, look, look. While we, while we, while we still on a topic, while we still on a topic. Yeah. If there's any brand you want to work with, I know you mentioned this before, but if any brand you want to work with, are they still the same brands you said before, but or are no. they different now? No. Black owned. Anybody black owned. Mm -hmm. Anybody, I I don't know which, I can't speak one in particular, but just anybody black owned. Yeah. That's, that's just my thing. Anything, anybody black owned, you want to reach out to old phone with Delhi, and you know, just like, hey, look, phone, you can rock this shirt on our brand. Um, I mean, I got a couple of jumps over here, but yeah, anything black on, definitely you can hit me up. I would definitely rock it, I'll rock your brand, rock your clothes, a hat, keychain, whatever it is. I'll definitely rock on the podcast for y'all. For the people, Funk and Deli, baby. <laughs> All right, so basically what I want to talk about for the five-minute rant is, I don't know if you've seen this uh, thing on social media, but it's this woman who put together a blind date photo shoot. Have you no, seen I didn't that? see that. I didn't see that. So what happened was there was this guy, the original guy who came out for the photo shoot, and then the girl, uh, the original girl, something happened where she couldn't show up. So they got a replacement. And the mm -hmm. replacement came in and the uh the lady, the photographer just said action and let them do their thing. And when you look at the picture, it looks as if they knew each other already like they've been dating for several months so what kind of struck me as interesting struck me as interesting was the dynamic of how people are when they first get together so my thing is do you think uh and just by the way they're still together you know they've been dating for a couple months they never left each other's side so all that to say is do you think like you could do something like that? Like, how does that work? Just a blind date expect of it and taking a photo shoot you're supposed to do with a complete stranger. Now, can I go on a blind date? Uh, probably like 50-50 with me, but to go on a blind date photo shoot with a complete stranger, I don't think I can do that personally. Uh -huh. I, I, I don't think I can do that. Because again, it's just like, I'm posing with a complete, like, stranger. Like, this was supposed to be a, like, this supposed to be a blind date, right? So yeah. A blind date. And this Plus person. Plus a photo shoot. Now, nah, I mean, they need either. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, like. But, no, nah, man. Now, nah, I don't think I could just go on, like, a, a blind date. Like, I'm, I'm interested in going on a blind date to make things, like, spectacular, just to see how it works. But. I can't, I'm, I, I'm not going to do anything. Like, I wouldn't go on a blind date scuba diving. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I can't swim. You know, I, yeah. So, like, a blind date photo shoot with a complete stranger, I don't know about that one. Uh, nah, they're going to have to mess me with that one. That's just yeah. me, though. Yeah, because it's a step up from just a blind date. Because when you do a blind date, you're in the setting where you're just trying to get to know each other. But when you do the blind date plus the photo shoot, it's like, all right, not only do you have to get to know each other, at this moment, you have to get comfortable with each other. And you have to get comfortable with someone you don't know from a hole in the wall. You don't know from a can of paint. 
So exactly. that's that extra level that you have to do when it comes to that. And for me, do I think I can do it? Uh, no, I can't even do blind date. So especially this, I can't even do blind date photo shoot. Now, blind dates to a certain, like, like I said, it depends on who set you up, though. You got to really trust the person to go on a blind date. Because if it's, if it's like a good friend, like, it's like, like, if my man, if my man Aaron hit me with a, ayo, like, it's this girl, like, I think you'd be straightforward. I go on to do that, Joe. Now, this is like somebody else. I'm just like, nah, I'm like, nah, I'm not about to meet nobody you trying to hook me up with. Nah, I'm good with that. Like, 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 like the yo. whole aspect of blind dates is you, again, you have to trust somebody. It has to be someone you have similar interests because you like, can't have your friend that just off to the left try to hook you. They get you the worst person. Exactly. That's why I'm like, you got to really, really trust somebody to do that, bro. Like, I put my, listen, I put my trust in some people with, the, with certain tasks and it backfired. So that's why I'm like, when it comes to stuff like that, especially the matchmaking thing, I got you. Got to be very, very careful when you do this matchmaking thing, though. Yeah, real. You got to be real careful because they'll. I just felt like the whole situation. My name was getting dragged dragged through the mud, though. Like, it was more. It was more bad than good, though. I can tell you that much. Yeah, I can definitely tell you that much. But what we're going to do right now is we're going to get into our topics. And the first topic we want to talk about is awkward run-ins. So everyone's had an awkward run-in with whoever, the first person that comes to your mind, that's an awkward run-in. So have you had any awkward run-ins yourself? Yeah, just not, not recently, but yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of awkward run-ins, like, um, like old crush, like old crushes, um, people you went to school with that you weren't that cool with, but it's just like, what's up? You know, like, what's good? Like, you don't know what to say to them for real. And then, like I said, I've had awkward runners with people that you just, like, you don't recognize because, like, they change, like, dramatically. Yeah. Like, whether it's, like, you walk to them, they be like, oh, they be like, hey, what's good, bro? You just be like, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you you be like, hey, what's good, bruh? Like, like man, what's good? What you been up to? I'm just like, what have you been up to? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. throw that question back on you. What you been up to? Because, yeah, this is, yeah. This is yeah. awkward. It's like, this yeah. is awkward. Like, this is awkward as hell right now. But, uh, you know, I, I had mine. I think the most awkward, though, is like when you run into a girl that you used to like that'd be the most awkward thing ever because it's just like dang you're like dang i used to like her back then it's just like i don't want to tell her now because that was like five years ago <laughs> you like i don't want to tell her now it was like she could be at she could be in a whole situation it was like i don't want to mess that up but right right oh it's like you run into like an old like or like, even if like they used to like you, and it's just like, it, 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 it what makes it more awkward is when they hit you with that question, like, you know, I used to like you in high school, right? You be like, I've been on high school for like nine years. Why are you just telling me this? Like, it's it's irrelevant at this point. It's like, why are you just telling me this? Like, 
if you had told me this maybe two years I'd be graduating, maybe nine, a little bit too late. Yeah. Your shot pretty much is gone. I mean, you 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 shag at this point. You breaking at, at this point. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna let you go and answer that one though. Uh, absolutely. Like for me, I had plenty of awkward run-ins. And the funny thing that you said about school was there were people who knew me, but I didn't know them because they they were in like similar groups, right? There were people I knew, and they were friends with them. But they knew me, but I didn't know them. So they'll come up to me and say, oh, what's up, Aaron? Da, da, da. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? I don't know your name because I don't know you. Because <laughs> the thing about me, I have very good photogenic memory. Like, I cannot know your name ever. I can forget your name, but I'll remember your face. That's the type of person I am. So mm -hmm. I'll see people out and about. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, there's sometimes uh, when, for me, I see people before they see me. So that gives me a chance to, depending on how our friendship or our relationship with, either duck behind a shelf or, like, <laughs> yeah, I either duck behind a shelf or I might uh, go to the aisle and mess with them, you know, because the most common place is either the mall or, like, the supermarket. It's, it's awkward running the people at the mall, though. It's awkward. Yeah, it, it um, really is. Like, I remember, like, I can only imagine, like, because I used to do law prevention in the mall. I mean, I used to do security in the mall. I can mm -hmm. only imagine, like, running into, like, somebody I know while I'm on the job. They just like, man, you working? What's good, man? You just like, yeah, that slow clap. Yeah, what's good, bro? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> like, yeah, you know. I mean, you know, it's it's just, it's a cool job, you know. Cause I mean, I ran yeah, I ran into a couple of dudes on their job too. Like like one of the dudes do laws eventually with. He like he started working at Target. I mean, I was just in Target, and I seen dude. I was just like, I was like, yeah, hey, what's good? What's good, bro? I mean, we weren't like the coolest, but it was just like, right? Yeah, hey, what's good, bro? Like you know, so like. You working now? He's just like, yeah, man. You know, you know, I, you know, my situation over there wasn't that good. I was just like, ah, ah. <laughs> okay. I think it's more awkward when uh, they find you on social media and they be like, hey, they be like, hey, hey, I seen you uh, at so and so, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let let's back it up. Let's back this up right now. Let's take that train back to the station. How would you find me on social media? First of all. Second you of know, all, why didn't you just come up to me? Like, I'm glad you mentioned social media. I'm because I was right where I was going. Right. People that just randomly add you out the blue is the most awkward thing ever. Now, me, granted. If I knew you went to Central, and I even if even if we didn't, if I didn't know you like that, I would still add you because it's it's like social media. Like I really don't care if you don't bother me. Of course, you like oh oh they sent you a friend because of Facebook. Except go about my day or oh, Instagram follow back. Go about my day. I ain't, I ain't got no beef with it. It's just when you start messaging me, hey, what's good, bro? And it's just like okay, I'm gonna need to stop right there. 
I don't know you. I, like I said, what's good, brother? Man, yeah, man, I see you doing your thing, man. Yeah. Oh, you doing this? You just be like, why are you talking to me right now? Because it's like, no offense, but we wasn't that cool in school for us to be having like a, a, a what's good kind of conversation. I'm like, because uh, you want to know the most awkward thing? What's that? There was a girl that went. It was a girl that went to school with us. Real tough. Like you know her, I know her. We wasn't like she wasn't part of our circle or nothing. Mm-hmm. But she added me, and she just randomly sent me out the blue, just like, "Yeah, here's my number. Like, text me sometimes." I'm just like, I don't like you like that. <laughs> Like she just gave like I'm mean, she shot her shot. Yeah. Like, but just like for her to just be like, yeah, here's like, here's my number, just text me sometime. I'm just like did I give off some type of signal? You saying, can't be like, mad at her. I can't be mad at her, but I was like, did I give off some type of signal saying, Hey, like, what's good with you? You know what I mean? Like, hey, let me get some. I didn't ask her a number. She just threw that joke out there, like, text me sometime. I'm like You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So she shot her shot. I can't be yeah. mad at it. I definitely can't be mad at her about that. Yeah, Real it's tough. it's even weirder when people like didn't even like you and then later they add you. So I'm just like, what what's the purpose of adding me? Is it to just be nosy? Because if you turn to a popular figure, right, on social media, whatever you do with your life, and then it gets to a point to where you're not private, they follow you. And they say, hey, what's going on? Da, 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 da. It's like, why are you talking to me? Like you say, why are you talking to me? Because we weren't cool. I didn't know you. Or either you didn't like me. So it's like, what happened later on that you was just like, hey, I'm going to try to be friends with this guy? Because that's a common thing when it comes to high school. People who didn't talk to you at first start talking to you. Like, I've had that happen. Like, people invited me to, like, you know, cookouts, parties, family events. I'm like, bro, I've said two words to you the whole school semester. I'm not, you know what? I'm I got I got bring this 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 awkward running. I got bring this awkward running because it just like this blew my mind a hundred percent. Tell us like when I, when I was working at one of my law suspension jumps. Mm-hmm. And the popular girl from our school, I'm talking in our class, one of the most popular girls. I was just like, yo, am I about to be working with her though? Like you looking like, like I I know I had no chance with her in school. Right. But am I about to be working with her? Like I might can I might can like see I can I can finally see like we're not high school no more. Now I can see like, you know, am I worthy of it? But then when I I joined her team of security and then me and her like eventually had to start really working together i was just like i'm i did not miss nothing in school i did yeah. not i like i did not like it was just one of the most awkward runners because she legit came to me no i came to her and she was just like yo you went to you went to central right i was just like yeah she was just like Oh yeah, you know I, I yeah I remember you. You did <laughs> like me. You run in two different circles, so it was kind of like a 
you remember me from school. Like, I didn't even talk to you in school. You didn't even talk. You didn't even look at a brother. You didn't even look at my kind of direction. So this is a real awkward, like, how we, how you, somewhat you remember me, but I'm like, how exactly do you remember me? Right. Because I'm like, but the, the three and a half years that I was there, I was just like, man, if I can go back to 15, 16-year-old me, and I can say, not worth the hype. <laughs> not, worth, not worth the hype. <laughs> but I, I'll tell you this. Uh, it's funny because the DMV, our area, is such a small place. It's a small world. People say it all the time because people – you look on social media and you see two people you know individually interacting and you just think how do you two know each other right. like i'm not sure where you guys met but that's that's the example of dv is a small place and if anyone's listening who grew up in a small town or is from a small town or currently lives there they can relate to the situation it really is a small place for me i don't have too many aqua runners now but the awkward run-ins I have, if I talk to someone, you know, I might do small talk. Hey, how's it doing? Cool, cool, great. But if I don't really know them like that or I didn't really speak to them like that, I'm the type of person, I'll look you in your face and you'll see me and I'll keep shopping. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you because I always have the saying of, uh, if you knew me back then, right, you don't know me now. Yeah. You don't know me now. So I just keep shopping. It's not to disrespect you, but I'm a completely different person. It's it's awkward. It's awkward running into somebody that didn't know you at all back then and they wanna and they run into you like like y'all was the best of the friends. I'm like, hold on for a second, boss. Let me stop you right there, cause you talking to me like me and you was, was cool, like we used to kick it back in the day. I don't know you. So you the people, you the walk to me, hey, what's good, bro? I'm like, I mean, what's up? You know what I mean? I'm not going to be disrespectful and be like, all due respect, but I'm just sitting there looking at you like, fam, I mean, I knew you in school and whatnot. I knew you from back then, but yeah, I don't know you now. Like, like I always try to keep it polite. Like, if I don't know the person, I treat him like a stranger. I'm just like, oh, hey, how's it going? Cool, cool. Great, no problem. And they'll tell me the story, and I'm just like, Okay, cool. All right, great. That's what's up. You know, oh, okay. Have a nice day. I just try to keep it short and sweet. I tr always try to be polite. I don't never try to be rude or, you know, you don't know me like that. Even though they don't, I always try to make sure I'm polite to people. That's how I look at it. Cause I'm like, you know, I mean, I, like I said, I just learned, like I said, as, as you get older, I just learned not to be disrespectful and rude to people. But sometimes people just gotta understand if I don't know you like that, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you the, the type of time and energy to be like, oh yeah, man, hey, what's up, bro? You know, I'm just like, hey, what's what's good, bro? Cool, you straight? All right, bet. Hey, let me get on about it here though. I gotta uh, go handle this right quick. Hey, but it's hey, it's, it's cool me. It's cool seeing you, man. You know, I'm glad you're doing well. Type and keep it moving. That's the best I can give you. Like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, man. Oh, you, uh, oh, you got a kid now? Oh, dang, man. How old is how old is it? Two? Oh, man. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. You know, like I said, personally, we wasn't cool enough for me to even, like, 
not say I don't care, but I just really don't care what you got. Oh, oh, you got you got a kid now? Oh man, that's bet. You know what I mean? You work with? I right, you know, bet. You know, just keep it moving. Cause I'm like, dog, I don't like you making this we you making this awkward like you know me, bro. Like you you don't really know me right now. Yeah, even the same thing, like from strangest people you didn't really know to uh to like things like exes, like I haven't rented. First of all, I haven't dated enough for it to be an issue. You know, I haven't dated enough in the city, at least, for it to be an issue of running into somebody. So even the small world factor that won't really apply to me. I don't. I don't know if that applies to you either. But it's crazy how all of my exes. Live in Texas, yeah. <laughs> like I'm George Strait, went to George State. Ah, you wrong for that. <laughs> wrong for that. But no, nah, like, all of my exes, like I'm legit not, I legit haven't ran into any of my exes since we broke up. Now again, right. I'm the type of person, I'm the type of person, now I'm gonna say this live publicly on camera. I don't have no beef with none of my exes. Yeah. Like, I don't have no beef with him, you know. I don't talk to him. I don't. Like, I don't have no beef with him. I, don't, I just don't talk to him. Like if, if they would run, if they would run up to me right now and just be like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm gonna just be like, "What's good?" and keep it moving because we all adults at the end of the day. Yeah. But I've legit not seen any of my exes since just since the breakup. Like I've not ran into any of them. Like the DMV is not that big of a place. So it's just like, I don't know. I was just like, I, I hope y'all all doing well. You know, I know, I know, you know, some of them follow me on social media. Look at my future wifey. Is that right? They do right. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> like some of them follow me on social media. Hey, I see a lot of them. They got kids now and all that good stuff. Cool. Knock yourself out. But they don't hit me up. So, I, you know, I'm cool with that. Yeah, as long as everybody's doing good, that's all that matters. I don't never wish bad on anybody, though. Yeah, I think a part of being an adult is just uh, you either go one or two ways. You know, you look at people, you see them, or you keep moving, and that's understandable. Or if you want to say something to them, hey, how's it going? Great. That's understandable. I think for me, at the end of the day, as long as you're adult about it, you know, as Many years as it's been, you know, whether it's your relationship or anyone's listening relationship, if it's been a long time, including mine, uh, for anyone's relationship, if it's been a while, it will be super awkward and unprofessional and immature to still be harboring, you know, situations. Like, you just see that person, you just go at them with all this energy and all this, you know, grief and situations, and it's like, uh, I'm just trying to shop. I'm literally in the store just, you know, trying to look at a jacket and I just get attacked. <laughs> I didn't ask for this, you know, or you be in a shopping center. You're like, look, I'm just trying to look for some Hawaiian bread. I don't need all this energy right now. So I think, I, I think no, if you, if you, you if you want to, you know, approach your ass, please be professional. Please you know, you don't have to say hi. You don't even have to acknowledge him. You can hide behind a shelf. You know, just make sure if you do talk to him, keep it peaceful. I just find it, I just find it awkward as hell 
if you still holding on to something that happened like five and six years ago, like if you run into the person right now, it's like it's super awkward. Or it's like you, like you said, you bring all this energy. I'm like, why are you making this so awkward for something that happened five and six years ago? Like you tell me, you've been holding on to something for five and six, five or six years. You've been holding on to that. I don't even hold on to stuff for almost a month. Like unless it's something that bad, I don't hold on to stuff for a month. Yeah, I barely hold on to stuff for a week. <laughs> like. I just found it awkward. Like I said, I found it awkward today that last time I called, last time I texted my supervisor about a question, he ain't responding to me. But he responded to me today. He he called me today because of a security guard dude. He felt like he didn't show up. I'm just like, look how awkward this is that I when I hit you up, you was nowhere to be found. But when you hit me up, you expect me to come to your rescue. Really, bro? Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, if you have an awkward run-in, however you want to address that, you're free to address it. It's a free company, free country. That was a Freudian slip, you know. Uh, but however you see fit, make sure you have that happen. So what we're going to do, we're going to move on to our next topic. And our next topic is competitiveness, right? Every... I can't say everyone, but most people have a competitive nature. It's in our DNA, it's in our genetics, it's who we are as humans. So when you think of competitiveness, whether it's video games, you know, with your friends, with your family members, uh, what what comes to mind, you know? I'm gonna say it like this. That like, I want y'all to take this to the bank when I say this. <laughs> if you don't have somebody that's keeping you competitive, you gonna lose your edge. What I'm saying, what I what I'm saying is this: I'm not saying for you to compete against anybody, but having somebody that's having somebody that's that's competitive, that you competitive with, it's motivation. It's motivation. Like again, I have a like I have a brother. You know, when you got a brother, most of the time y'all trying to one up each other. 90% of the time, y'all trying to one-up each other. Oh, he got this. Let me get this. Like, he got this. Let me get this. I remember, like, I remember for, like, for Christmas, right? We do, like, you know, family do, like, secret signs to get the, the, the kid, the adults involved. This man gave me, like, a, a Google, the little Google Play speaker, the little uh, wireless jump. Yeah. I mean, the little Google Play speaker. He sent the jump to me and just was like, yeah, I got you that. I'm going to go get me the little Alexa. I'm like, <laughs> cool. I mean, great. I mean, like, I, I, I didn't really care. Mm -hmm. I barely, I use the jump, but I don't use it all the time. But just to have somebody that had that competitive edge, because again, like my man, video games, prime example. I tell everybody that I play video games with, I said, it's only one person that like, yeah, I play like like when I'm playing like Madden, because Madden is one of my one of my go-to games. I know it might be boring, but I'm just a sports fan. Bear with me here, America. I I play, like I said, when I play Madden, like I'm giving you, I'm giving you my, I'm giving you my effort. But there's only one person, one person that when I tell you, like when I lose, when I lose in video, I don't even get mad. Like if I lose in Madden, I won't even get mad. I'll just be like, because, again, I'm an adult. 
I got other things to do. Like video games is a relax, a relaxing thing for me. But there's only one person that you would legit get on the sticks and be focused. I'm talking about like sitting in the seat, just yeah. Again, that's what I had a brother for. You know what I mean? You know how competitive it was when me and my brother played like SmackDown versus Raw back in the day. We played Madden back in the day, NBA Live back in the day. What else was popular? Uh, like Tekken and Mortal Kombat back in the day. When you were just button mashing and you was literally like, you getting your feelings when you lose. Because I'm like, that's just how competitive that John was. So like, you need somebody, you need somebody that's going to bring out that competitive edge though. You know, man, I was talking to people with Ern in high school, man. He had all these females, man. I was just yeah. like, damn. I said, I must have been slacking. I must have been slacking. I was like, I'm trying to keep up with I'm trying to keep up with Slim right here. Like, every time I turn around, he got a new a new entanglement. See, entanglement nah, was yeah, around nah. back then. Nah, he nah. had new entanglement. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus. I was like, Lord, have mercy. But nah. I just, that's just my thing about <laughs> Look at that man just looking like <laughs> I mean, you know, I had to let go of my my play. I don't want to be a player no more. Hey, look, man, turned in my player card years ago. That thing collected dust right now. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. But now nah, that's, uh, that's, that's enough for me with the the, the competitive. Though. I'm gonna let my man speak his piece, though. I I think the funny thing about competitiveness is when you have an interest in what you're competing for, because that's like what everybody, if you don't really care for it, you're not going to be competitive. They could talk trash all they want, but you're just like, bro, I really don't care, you know? But like, if it's something that you feel like, whether it's bragging rights or it's a prize or some kind of incentive, you know, when you win, then you'd be like, all right, I'm going to be the best at this. And I think the funny thing about competitiveness when it comes to naturally competitive people is that none of us try to be competitive it just sneaks up on us mm -hmm. like we could be in a situation to where we're racing a friend right to the end of the street and we're just playing around just having fun with our friends but we end up really running you know like we're in a relay race like we're Usain Bolt trying to beat our friend and that's where the competitiveness comes from you know everything you do you want to be the best at it like I I have had moments to where you know, for me, I grew up with sisters, uh, so I didn't have too many competitive moments where I've seen competitive moments with them, and I had to be the referee. <laughs> oh, 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 flag on the play. Oh, oh, what? Oh, no fighting. You know, and it, yeah, it's different because it's like you try to explain to them it's fair, and it's like you taking her side. It's like I'm not. I'm calling this right down the middle. I promise you this. But uh, for me, I would say I'm a naturally competitive person because I remember I was working on a project with a, a friend and we was making music for him. And it was another guy who was doing music. So I listened to like his music and I'd be like, okay, cool, 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 cool. My beats are better. <laughs> and I do that and I'm like, I, I, I said, I was like, my beats are better. Beats you know, <laughs> like, my beats are better. My, uh, my, so my. I, I looked at it. And he made this cool beat. It was cool. So I looked at the beat. I was like, okay, I like this. I went right to the corner and start making one of the hottest things to try to outdo him. 
And every time he make one, I make one. He make one, I make one. So I think that competitive nature, like you said earlier, is what makes you better, what makes you improve yeah. at whatever you try and do. And like I said, it just sneaks up on you. You just trying to, you know, outdo it, friendly competition. But what happens at the end of that friendly competition is something great. You know, you made some real fire. You made some hot work, you know, trying to be competitive. Or if you're just playing ball with your friends, you end up getting way better at a sport than you would have had you had not had not you had competition. So competition, in my opinion, is pretty healthy, but not when you're trying to kill yourself. <laughs> oh, like, all y'all see is my man Earn just come out of the blue, right? And just now we take it, now we take it to Earn, take it away. <clears throat> Unsportsman like conduct, little sister, five yard penalty. Look, third down. <laughs> look, look. This this situation will happen almost every night, almost every night. They come in the room. Who's the better drawer? Who's the better artist? Who can dance better? I'm just like, all right. Look, my referee shirt is in the dryer right now. I don't have it on, but I'm gonna let you know here right now. And then all of a sudden, it goes from competition to fighting. Then you gotta break them up. Now you're a UFC referee, you're a dean out here with the gloves on. <laughs> you ready? You ready? Let's fight. You ready? You ready? Like, come, come in. I want a clean fight, all right? No hand button, no hand below the belt. Touch right? gloves. Let's go. Touch gloves. <laughs> you ready? You ready? Let's get it on. Bye. Like, mine has to be a basketball ref. Oh, blocking foul. 22. <laughs> <laughs> one and one, two, one and one. All right, guys. Shots going up. <laughs> you keep filing. Point. Being point deducted. I mean, that's a, oh, oh, mm-mm, mm-mm. One, five, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> All right, guys. Shooting two. Relax on the first one. <laughs> you know, matter of fact, you know it was a real competitive game? What? Still to this day, what's that? Uno. Oh, let's let's talk about our friends. Uno group. is so competitive. Like Uno is so yeah. competitive. I can't I, I can't speak for everybody, but in the black in the black household, Uno is very like Uno be ready to have you about to fight. Also Monopoly. And Mon- I was just about to say, and Monopoly like Monopoly be making you want to fight. Right. Like Monopoly be a. You just hey, you just land on board, walk, go ahead and pay up, man. Nah, bro, man, dang, man. You money on the board, all you be looking like this is my last house. I'm bankrupt. You been that joke? You're like they were like, nah, you ain't collect that. You can't collect that two hundred. You didn't pass it. You on go. You on go. You be about to fight over this, stu- bro. Why you always get to be the wheelbarrow? You know I do. You be like right. Just pick a piece so we can play. Yo, you got like, all the railroads. You just look at them. Look, all the money's coming to me, man. You be making deals while you be playing. Hey, look, I trade you two railroads for ball for ball walk. Next, I'm trying to negotiate. And and the funny thing about the negotiation is when it's supposed to be everybody for themselves, but people just start making teams. They were like, "All right, <laughs> look, you got the railroads, right? I got all the red, the red on the board." Let's come together. They land on our piece. We split the money. They're like, you know what? I like that. I like that. Hey, hey, hey. If he land on Baltic Avenue, bro, I'm going to let them pay. And then we're going to split that junk. You feel me? You be looking like, <laughs> I 
fact of Monopoly was every man for himself. Why is everybody teaming up all of a sudden? Hold on for a second. Hold right. Up for a second. They be like, hey, 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 bro, uh, I'm going to make a deal. You let me have all the railroads, and if you go to jail, I'm going to bail you out. He's like, what? What, what? Kind of, what kind of deal is this? You can't do that. Hey, look, this is our game. I'm telling you, bro. And they're like, Uno, Uno be making, people making their own rules. Like red, 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 draw for the colors yellow, 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 yellow. Skip, you reverse back to me, yellow, yellow, the color now green. You, green, 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 green. Draw to Uno, Uno out. You be like, what the? Bro, like, like oh. it's people online who try to tell the makers of Uno how to play. How you going to tell the creator how to play this game? Bro, like, everybody got their own rules of Uno. Like, Uno is so, it's such a rigged game. That it makes yeah. no sense, bro. But like Uno be making you want to fight. Like Uno, Taboo. Monopoly, uh, Spades. Like I, I personally don't know how to play Spades. Don't judge me, y'all. But yeah, I don't either. So I like I don't. My my family, they when they play Spades, they get down and dirty. Like like Spades make you want to fight. If you mess up in Spades, you about to fight. <laughs> it's, it be about to fight for some odd reason. I don't know, but it's just like. Why those time, like I said, just those, like I said, and you just see how your family is, like, too. They be like, dang, they competitive. Like, my, my family's competitive at everything. We can have karaoke. Mm-hmm. They competitive at karaoke. Like, karaoke's supposed to be for fun. You, you're not supposed to be. Like, our karaoke turned into American Idol. Yeah. I don't know how, because the funny thing is, you just sit there, hum. Next thing you know, somebody trying to do the Mariah Carey. It's like, look. We just trying to have fun. Like you go up, like you go up there and just sing like a random song, just be like, "Yo, till the end." Then they, then that one, that one family comes on. Nah, man, I could do something better. Hey, give me um, shoot, give me a, give me a Nita Baker, give me a Nita Baker, um, uh, 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 Angels. Yep, give me that. You be looking like, are you about to sing a Nita Baker? <laughs> he hit all the notes. Some of them, yeah. You ain't know I can sing like that, did you? Why are we why are we turning karaoke into American Idol? Yeah, I don't see no judges out here. Well, I mean, you got the family out; they the judges. But why are you turning karaoke to American Idol? This is supposed to be something fun. Nope. Then now, all of a sudden, they about to start having like whole competitions, like boo. Right. That just went from karaoke to American Idol to an Apollo. <laughs> so, so when it comes to uh, competitiveness, right? All of a sudden, it starts out smooth, but one thing that's constant, it's always at least 10 minutes of yelling back and forth and arguments to where the game just pauses. It's like hockey when people stop to fight. Like, you got to give people two, three minutes, and then it goes on for 10 minutes of yelling. You're like, guys, we're playing a game here. Stop yelling at each other. Let's no, get back to the no, game. you can't make that move. <laughs> you can't make that move right there. No, no, I put that on top. That three below it. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He was looking like, okay, so do you want him to take the the four of the the four off? No, he already put it down. He can't change. He was looking like, oh my God. Yeah, bro. and sometimes like people be trying <laughs> to switch teams in the middle of the game. It's like you can't do that. Stay in your team. I told me you was on team. Oh, no, you said his, y'all two was on team. And we don't, you looking like, so now y'all just switching teams all of a sudden. It's, it's the funniest when they didn't want to be teams with you, and then now they losing. Now they be like, now they want to be teams with you. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nah. I thought you like, like, nah, nah, like, nah. Mm-mm. We was the Not winning okay. side from the beginning. You should have chose weather. 
You should have chose better. You should have known better. <laughs> I'm like telling Monica you, bro. Said. Like, like, it's just, com like, competitive is just, like, I don't know. Like, nowadays, for me, I don't compete. Like I said, I don't compete with nobody, you know? Yeah. I kind of just stay in my own box. I stay in my own lane, in my own zone. And I'm just, I'm just in my own groove. Like, it's, it, at this point, I, what am I competing for? Mm -hmm. What, what am I, what am I competing against? Like, I'm not complete. I'm not competing with my sister. I'm not competing with my brother. I'm not competing with my siblings no more. We're yeah. not 10, 11 years old anymore. At this point, you take your time at stuff now. You don't just be out here making rational decisions. Damn, I seen my, I seen my sister get a 2020 car, so I'm gonna give me a 2021. Oh man, my bills, my money don't line up like hers and me. I'm cool. I'm cool with my 2015 Dodge Dart out here. It's giving me the point A to point B. I know that much. Like I'm not only just making rational decisions all because y'all competitive. Like I'm like not, one upsmanship. Yeah, I'm not. We're not doing that no more. Yeah, we're not. We that's we don't float like that around here. You got people that still compete like that. Oh, you bought this house. I'm gonna get like you bought a house that's like two hundred thousand. My house gonna be four hundred thousand. You be like, God damn, can you even afford this house? Nah, no, I'm, I'm keeping a two hundred thousand. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be living comfortable while you in debt and foreclosure. I'm gonna let you stay over, but I'm going to remind you, you should have learned your lesson. And all and they all because they trying to flex. Yeah. Like yeah, like yeah. You, you see me, I'm doing big things out here. They got a four. I got four hundred thousand dollar house. They got two cars that they paying notes for in the driveway, and it's just looking like I'm looking like. Well, I mean, I got two hundred thousand dollar house. I got a car, a manageable car note that you know. I'm not trying to break the bank over some trying to be competitive with you. Yeah, it's not worth it no more. The most, the most emotional person is the one who always loses. Because when it comes to competition, uh, whether it's keeping up with the Joneses or trying to be competitive financially, it just never works out because you don't outdo anyone but yourself. So if it's a situation, like you said, whether you get a bigger house or whether you always try to get the better of the best and the best and the best, you just want to outdo everybody around you, that's not good because you no longer want what you want you just want something because someone has something better than you have and that's not a good way to live like for me if i live a modest house and one of my homies get a big house i'm gonna congratulate you i want you to you know give me a tour of your house i'm a i know if you need help decorating i'm there for you but i'm gonna go to my modest house because this is what i like you know i'm not going to try to match your house just because you got one Everybody has their own wants and needs. And the best way to do it is to pick your competition and stick to that. And see, my thing would be like, it wouldn't even be trying to be one up, trying to compete. It would just be like fuel and motivation. It'd just be like, yeah, man, I see my man's new house. You know, congratulations, all that good stuff, man. Man, I, I really got to change. I, I got to do some things like, I, maybe I need to start elevating in some areas, you know? It's just motivation now. Like if you if you using it for motivation, that's different. You be like, man, you know he he really got the good he, he got the good car, man. He he doing things big over there. Like man, I might need to uh, start changing up. I'm, I might go to them for advice. Be like, hey man, so 
you know, how how do you make that big move? Instead of me talking about, dang, he got that car. Watch this. I'm about to buy a motorcycle. <laughs> Kawasaki, Yamaha. Watch this. That Harley sitting outside. Mm-hmm. That's an eighty thousand dollar bike. Rolling like the Undertaker. Exactly. Just keep rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> Dead man walking. Afford, I can't even afford this bike. Right. You know what I mean? I'm on my, I'm on my, my dealer. Yep. I can't right. afford this bike. What you mean? But that's how I be. That's because again, some people are so competitive that. They will legit put themselves in a bad situation trying to keep up with somebody. Yeah, that's that's you just not how it you should can't. be. It's not possible. That's not how it should be. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about our third topic, and that is nostalgia. Everybody alive, right, knows what it means, has nostalgic moments, whether it's uh, out TV shows or music or events nope. and experiences. Uh, nope. Uh-oh. Nope. Uh oh. So, nah. so what what comes to your mind? You know, I don't know nothing old school. I'm just brand new. <laughs> yep. I don't listen to nothing classic. I'm all new. <laughs> yep. Nothing. Nothing. New street. I don't, to, I don't listen to music soul child no more. I'm listening to party next door. Hey, look! That's last week he had the new World Order sh- shirt on. So, I got that from a friend. The new guy. <laughs> I got that from a friend. I don't like. I don't even know what that shirt. What that shirt meant. I don't even know. What it meant. <laughs> I was just wearing it because it looked cool. <laughs> no, I don't know nothing about no nostalgia. Nah, you talking to the wrong guy for that. Like you talking about all this stuff back in the day. Like the only thing that's nostalgic for me is my cereal. That's it. Oh no. <laughs> that's it. Oh no. I've been, been eating Cheerios for, since I was a kid. What you talking about? I didn't even flavor it. I've been eating Frosted Flakes since I was a kid. What you talking about? That's the only thing old school for me. Other than that, nope, nothing old around here. This man all be brand Wheaties. new. All brand new. Wheaties and kicks. Everything, man. Yup. <laughs> yep. I'm just not. Nah. Let me stop. Let me stop talking. Let me stop talking about that trash on here. I'm one of the most nostalgic people on the planet. I'm gonna just tell you why. Because everything I do is old school. I live by old school philosophies. I listen to classic music all day, every day. It ain't even no reminiscing with me. It's true. It ain't like, oh man, I remember this song. Nope, I scroll right through my phone. Damn, I showed you one here, this the day. And it be the oldest song possible. I be sitting there just be like, treat her like a lady, treat her. I be like, ooh, I, be, ooh, I like this. Uh, I was this, That was way before my time. Right. And I'm jamming to it like I was around when the joint first came out. <laughs> I'm old school to a hundred degree. That's why I'm still trying to figure out why I ain't some. I'm not somewhere settled down, married with some girl. Because again, these old school principles. <laughs> Ladies and single, how at your boy? The DMs are wide open. These, the, 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 let me open the door for you. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on over. The welcome. The, put the welcome mat on the on the floor. You know, it's all just like, come on over to my place, my place. <laughs> hey, look, dust yourself off. Help wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Help wanted. <laughs> DM applicants, come. Hey, DMs open. <laughs> Sorry, funkiness needs a matter of funkiness. Right here, <laughs> the it. DMs. 
Listen, ladies, turn in your, your girlfriend applications. I will be reading them on Monday when I get back in the office. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell them your hours. My hours are between 9 and 5. My hours, my hours are between 9 to 7 because that's basically when I'm on the job. <laughs> Nine to seven is when I'm on the job. After seven, ah, you got to wait till tomorrow. And I wish you would DM me while I'm at work. I'm, if you DM me at like eight, tell me something. Did you get my girlfriend application? Ah, you know I did. I'm gonna have to read tomorrow on Tuesday when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you missed the deadline for Monday, but Tuesday you'll be first priority. Yep, I'm like yeah, yeah. Uh, Christina, Christina, oh, there she is. Let me read her. Ooh, she got bad treats. <laughs> <laughs> but now, like, for me, just like you, like, I am one, again, like, I'm one of the most nostalgic people I know. Like, for me, I'm nostalgic because of upbringing. Like, our upbringing is shaped by our parents, our grandparents, stuff they used to listen to, stuff they used to watch, uh, activities they used to get into. So for me, nostalgia is both being growing up in the inner city, growing up downtown DC and, you know, growing up in the country, like I grew up in three different settings. So it's one of those things to where, you know, downtown DC, I do different activities. I'm like, yeah, I remember I used to do this as a kid and things I'll do in the country, like, you know, go fishing and I'll go up to, uh, Ocean City with my grandparents and go crabbing. And I would do a whole bunch of activities to music. You know, my mom used to listen to all types of music, listen to Quiet Storm. So then my grandparents used to listen to a lot of 60s, 70s music. Um, TV shows we grew up on, you know, from Cartoon Network, old school, from seeing exactly when Adult Swim first aired and seeing where they got now it's just like super cool and i think nostalgia is the cool thing about the cool thing about nostalgia is how it shapes your future and how it can you know put you in the future so basically you think of something back then like your favorites to you and you're like oh that's so cool and then it comes out you're like i'm gonna go to the store and get it or you do an activity you haven't done in a while watch a tv show like we talked about a couple episodes ago moesha and sister sister a lot of shows on netflix you you watch those shows because back then you know nostalgia drives the emotions so you want to do a lot of stuff that makes you feel good so you know how like i'm glad he used the parents thing because i can't speak for everybody because again some people Legit, some people, some people keep up with the times. Me, I, I like I said, I'm built. I'm built by generations. I'm built by generation because you look at music. Let's take music prime example. You got some people that only listen to what's hot at the moment, who's hot at the moment, today's rap at the moment. You got people that listen to that. But again, if you look at if you go on my 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 Apple my Apple uh, music, you understand why my rap goes from eighties, nineties, two thousands, a little bit of two thousand and tens, and so forth. Same thing with my R and B, sixties, seventies, and on up is because 
that's generation. That's that's generation. That's how that's just how I had to grow up. And I'm gonna take that with me. Some people don't. Some not everybody gonna take that with them. Me personally, I took all that with me. That's why some people say, "Oh, you know, you you got an old soul." It's because I had to grow up on old school principles. That's where a lot of my nostalgia comes from. Is those old school principles, like like kids like kids today. The way I see how some of them don't appreciate certain things, I'm just looking like, man, take me back when I was a kid. If I had everything you had, I felt like I was the greatest kid ever. But no, I didn't get everything. Like kids that get kids that get every pair of tennis shoes when they come out. I'm just like, whoo, man, I wish I was back when I was like 11, 12 years old getting every sneaker that come out. I got, I, I, my parents bought one pair of shoes. I had them go to school, to the family functions, all the way until next year before school started to get another pair. And now you see why, like, my old school ways of trying to, like, I buy shoes every six months because I know how to treat my shoes because I didn't get shoes that much growing up. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why, like, again, stuff that old school stuff that I learned back then is stuff that I carry with me now. Old school shows, like old like old school shows that I had to grow up watching back then, I watch now. You know, my uncle, big fan of Good Times. I, I don't keep up. I don't watch Good Times as much personally. I know the characters. I know the storyline behind it. But I don't watch Good Times. You know, I watched Sanford and Son. My fan, my parents watched Sanford and Son. I just, I love the theme song when the jump come on. Hey, Red Fox is, is that's my, I be my joke. I will watch, I will sit and watch Sanford and Son. Mm. Like, like I, like I just missed it. Like, man, I remember when this episode came out. This the episode when Lamont. <laughs> you be talking like you, like you, you was talking like you. This the episode when Lamont. Lamont did this, right? This, this, yeah. You're like, yeah, no, 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 this is not the episode. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. This, yes, it is. This is that Paul, uh, when, when, uh, when, uh, 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 Red, Red Fox and the, and, and Aunt Esther, they about to argue again. This is my fault, though. You talking like you was there when the episode came out. <laughs> I think the funny thing about, uh, nostalgia is like, you see kids like these days or like kids who were born after you listen to music like 90s and whatever and like 2000s. And you're like, what you know about that? But older people can say the same thing about you. Yeah, so it's just like, well, you got a point there. Yeah. And I, I, even like my man said when he was just like, because again, he grew up in like the inner inner city BC. He said he grew up in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up mostly in PG. I grew up mostly in PG a lot. I spent some time in the South. I hate going down South Perth. It, it ain't nothing but heat and small trees. My, my, it's a lot of heat and bugs. And you know, my family, they from a small town, North Carolina, where it's nothing but cornfields and tobacco fields. So <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> cornfields and tobacco fields. Yeah. So, like I said, spending time in the South, you know, growing up mostly in the like mostly in inner Beltway, PG County, like, you know, you see different things. And I look at my cousins now. They mostly like their parents grew up and their parents grew up and where I where I grew up. Or in areas that I grew up in, but their kids, they you know they they made it out. So their kids, they living in the good houses. They not they don't understand like they don't understand like the privileges they got. 
That's why I always look at back in the day when they be looking, tripping about little stuff like, like this water's not purified. We didn't grow up on purified water. Back in the day, like you better run that fault, run that faucet, let it run a little bit, throw some ice in there, shake it up, you'd be all right. We grew up on tap water. Kids don't understand nowadays about tap water. Before you finish, <laughs> I want to answer this question. I want to ask this question right now. Do you think kids these days are robbed of nostalgia since they have all this technology going on? Are they robbed? Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, but it's like kids nowadays can research stuff now. They just mm -hmm. choose not to. Because again, everything is so social and digital that if they wanted to go back and be like, well, let me let me see how good this person, like you can, like a kid, a kid in this generation that was probably born in 2010, they like if they were to say like they hear like myself and you or their parents like, man, you know, Tupac was a dude, was a man back in the day. Tupac, they could easily research like who was Tupac. I, they they're not gonna know who Tupac is. They're not gonna know that much about him. But they can go back and be like, all right, Tupac. Let me go back and listen to a Tupac song. Okay. They probably not gonna like it because you know that's that's not what they accustomed to. Right. But at least they can at least go back and say, all right, see, they they can go back and do their research. They can go back and do their research, but but a lot of their parents nowadays probably don't play old school stuff either. Because a lot of their parents nowadays are young themselves. Mm -hmm. So a lot of their parents is, is, is giving them the pop smokes, the little babies, the baby. That's what their parents are playing for. So their parents ain't teaching that stuff for them either. But you had, like I said, you had our parents, our grandparents that were teaching us James Brown, teaching us the Temptations, the Jackson Five. So again, we were already brought up to that stuff. That's why I feel like, you know, again, again the generation is getting younger. So I feel like because the generation is getting younger, they're missing out on a lot. TV yeah. shows, music, movies, they're missing out on a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think uh I think nostalgia drives tradition and nostalgia is what keeps the ball rolling. Like as you get older, you can make your own tradition. You can start your own path towards your family. And like it may be something where it's like every summer your family used to take you to the beach. So when you get a family, you're gonna start taking them to the beach. That's mm -hmm. sort of nostalgia being brought into tradition. And I kind of say this: it's okay to be nostalgic, but it's not okay to be stuck in the past. Yeah. And what happens when you're stuck in the past is you're not able to make a future for yourself because you the moments you have right now are moments you're going to be nostalgic about later so it's always about doing experiences now making experiences doing new things you know doing whatever you want to do just creating something that you're going to look back on and being like yeah i remember back in 2020 or whatever age uh whatever year man that was real cool i did that all went and traveled to this place so i met the love of my life or, you know, I went skydiving this year. And it's just, you look back on those when you get older and you're like, yeah, that was a real cool year. So it's all about creating time stamps because when you're so stuck in the past, and we know people who are stuck in the past, when you're so stuck in the past that you're not making current moves, you're holding yourself back. And that's one thing you want to do. Like, I call myself a nostalgic futurist where... I'll ride in a cyber truck 
right? Bumping some Tupac or bumping some Tina Marie. So like, it's, it's the best of both worlds is what you want to have. You want to be nostalgic, but also moving towards the future. I like, you know, I like the fact that I can be nostalgic because I don't like I said I don't live in the past, but I, I let the past be. I let the past pave the way for the future. You appreciate that's, the past. I, that's what I say. I appreciate everything where I come from because mm -hmm. some people look down on their past. That way they be like, I don't want, I don't want. I had to go through that. I don't want to look back at that. No, because understand this: that if that if I didn't have that past. Would I even be here where I'm at today? So that's why yeah. I got you gotta appreciate the past to build that future. You know, like you like I always like I said, one thing I always say is you like, yo, thanks, th like thank my thank my parents for giving me that work ethic or making me understand and appreciate like the value of a dollar. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That way I don't just be out here just reckless with ah, damn, I'm, I, I can get it because I want it. Give me that. Just drop, just drop money on the counter. Nah, you just look at it, just like, do I really need that? Do I really? Do I need? I, I want it, but do do I need it? And that can help you in the long run. You just like, I, I I built I built myself where I'm at now because like, I learned wants and needs. That's yeah. something that I was taught back then. You know what I mean? That's something that again I was taught back then. You look at you look at music. Music shapes a lot of people's mind. So again, you when you got parents that listen to a lot of like love songs who grew up in that Motown era, which is a lot of like love songs. That's why that's why I always say in this generation, I don't I don't fit what I don't fit what relationships are built to be nowadays in this relationship. Or I won't say it like that. I would just say that. It's harder to find relationships in this generation for somebody like myself is because of the past, you know, because of the past. When you listen to songs, when you listen to songs like The Temptations, when you listen to songs like Jagged Edge, when you listen to those type of artists, they were more about, I'm about to fight for love. I want this girl. I will do everything I can to get her. When you listen to music now, a lot of artists are telling these people, what? I don't even want a relationship. I'm just trying to chill with you. I don't have that thought process. And so, like, that type of story there is shaping a lot of people's mind to thinking, like, this is the new form of dating. Like, I don't want us to have no, I don't want a relationship. I just want, like, us to just be here. I'm not wasting my time with that. That's it. I still, I still believe in that old school nostalgia way of dating, that old school way of love. Like, I'm trying to be in the rocker chair with you, like, mm-hmm, you're still out there reading the paper, I see. Yeah, music <laughs> is perfect for nostalgia because certain music you listen to brings you back to a time in the yeah. past, and it all matches you, takes you back to that moment. You could almost say music is like a time machine. And uh, the thing about music is listening to music I just had this thought, it's like, if someone, which they probably already done, but like, if you were to have like a Tinder, right? Where mm -hmm. like, you just share playlists, 
And like, that's how you meet people because you could tell a lie about a person by the type of music they listen to. Where it's like, if they listen to like a whole bunch of this type of music or a whole bunch of that type of music, you could get the gist of what kind of person that is. And if you like a lot of their songs on a playlist, that starts the conversation, that opens the door, you know, to get to know them. Where like, you could start, okay, why do you like this song? What, what, what makes you resonate with this song? How did you get into this artist? And that's how, you know, like you said, when it comes to dating, trying to find somebody, that's how you can open the icebreaker. That's why you can start conversations. Yeah, so that's why I always say like, it, it, it's whether it's music, whether it's your friends, like I said, that, all that stuff tells, and all that stuff tells a lot about you. And even since we're not even talking about friends right now at the moment, but like I said, music, even TV shows. Because again, kids nowadays grow up on reality shows where everything is about drama, fighting, uh, social media. That's what kids nowadays, so that's what kids look at. Like their relationships is all based on fighting, drama, cheating. That's all kids think about. So they don't, they, they look at, they don't understand the whole old school principle of, yeah, we made a mistake, how we gonna fix it? They look at it as like, oh, you made a mistake, done. It's over. I don't want nothing to do with you. But when you grow up on shows, when you grow up on shows like a one-on-one, when you had to watch shows like Good Times, where Good Times, they were basically... My wife and kids, they were fighting all the time. I don't want to say Good Times, they was poor, but I can relate to Good Times because that's kind of how my family, that's how my family was. We just middle-class black folks you know, paycheck to paycheck. And again, like you you make the parents made the best they can. Mm-hmm. So that's what I said, like shows like Good Times is relatable. Shows shows like a different world was relatable because again they're telling people to go to college. When we live in a world nowadays where they just like they not even preaching about college no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like shows back then preached about like, yo, college is like the way to go. It's going to get you a good job. Nowadays, shows just like, look, if you can go viral, get that check, bro. That's just like, that's how so some people look at it like that and just be like, this is the way I'm going to go. Yeah, I do a lot of work on social media. I do a lot of review videos. I do a lot of funny videos. Every pop off, cool. But I still got that old school way of, this is like, this is a hobby until it pops off. I'm still gonna get a job because this is how I gotta support myself. Not saying just like I'm about to become TikTok famous. Look at me, I'm about to be Instagram famous. I'm about to worry about being Instagram famous. Yep. Do this. I'm doing this for the gram. I'm doing this for the gram. Hey, get get this because I'm making the gram. Yep, I want this for the gram. No. Hey, understand. Same thing with like the podcast. Again, we understand the old school way. Like we're not we're not so quick to look for overnight success because again that's just the old school way of how we both think. We don't we didn't expect the podcast to pop off in three months. We know it was going to take some time. We know it was going to take a lot of a lot of work. So that's why again we do this. We come on here every day. We we both got jobs outside of the podcast. So. If the podcast blow up, we can add this on here about while taking care of other things as well. So, kids, but a lot of kids don't have that, that type of mindset and that work ethics no more. Because why? 
they're being robbed of that nostalgia. Old Fungry does it. <laughs> yeah, but on, on that note, I, uh, my closing words, I don't have too many, but I'll basically just say uh, healthy competition is good. Uh, as long as you're not trying to kill each other, please don't yep. kill each other. And I would say nostalgia is one of the best things. You know, it's a lot of good that could come from nostalgia as long as you don't live in the past and stay in the past. And I think, you know, we 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 didn't cover quite a bit of stuff. What? I ain't got too many closed remarks. Like I said, man. I'm just like I said, just the old school person in me. I'm just a firm believer of hard work. I'm always a firm believer of taking what I grew up with me at all times. It's never going to leave behind. I understand we live in a more corrupted kind of world. Yes, I say corrupted kind of world because nowadays in this world and now in this day and age, negative is more glorified than positive. I don't know why we live like that, but negative is so glorified it's just it, it's mind-blowing to me right so i definitely try to bring that positive i try to bring that peace i understand that i get a lot of negative reaction just because the simple fact that i think positive you know positive pe positive people are considered the newborn the new uh you we ain't looking that way so but as far as like being competitive that's what that's what keeps me motivated every day I don't compete, but just know my competitive spirit means like if I want something, I'm gonna go get that thing. It's just simple as that. Right. I'm not I'm not gonna sit and complain about it. If I want it, I'm gonna go get it. Just like I tell people all the time. If you want something, if you wanna do something, if you wanna go get something, I don't got wanna hear it. I don't wanna hear these words. I don't have the time. Mm-mm. You're going to make time, and it's about how much work you're going to put into it. That's how hungry and competitive you are for. Right. It's just it's just like that. If you're hungry, you're going you gonna to work your ass off for it. If it's right. just something like, eh, I mean, I'll get back to it eventually. Then that means you, ain't, you, don't want it that, you don't want it that bad. Wise words, wise words. And no awkward run-ins, you know, treat everybody cool. No awkward Look. run-ins. Listen, if I if I if you run into me and we don't got no type of I don't want to say relation, if we don't have, if we didn't have no type of like friendship or anything like that, please stay over there. And ladies, understand this: if you're an old ex, it's nothing personal. I got no beef with you. You're doing your thing. But my wife is on TV. She played for WNBA. <laughs> I don't think she's going to like that. Okay? I don't think she's going to like that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Right. Well, yeah. it's, it's your boy, Aaron Fornicetti. We're about to get up out of here. And it's yours truly, Mr. Fun with Deli Jones. Peace. <laughs>